Hey, my name is Michelle and I'm the founder of the blog Existential How to Ascending Bliss, where we talk about life, ascension and everything in between. It's a podcast of the journey through life as we ascend to a greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us, and then use that understanding as a catalyst from which we can manifest the lives that we want. Religious organisation, does it help or hinder spiritual progression? Does organised religion have more importance in our lives than it should? Religion has been a bone of contention for many people for centuries. It's pitted families against one another, separated parents from children, caused heated arguments between people who would otherwise get along perfectly well, and started many wars throughout history. And yet millions of people put their faith in religious organisations on a daily basis. Why? Now, growing up, I was surrounded by people who were devout Christians. Their indoctrination was quite the feat, and I'm still to this day amazed at people's complete and utter devotion to an organisation. Now, these people, who I knew on a very personal level, had grown up in families that were filled with beliefs of lack, emotional abuse, neglect, abandonment and trauma on levels that I can't even begin to imagine. So. I can understand why they felt drawn to an organisation that claims to be a quote-unquote brotherhood and why their faith in that religion, which to this day many of them have a firm and unwavering grip on, has been their saviour throughout their lives. I can totally understand their stance and have compassion for their desire to be accepted, to have a family where many of them had never experienced having real family before, to be given a home in such an organisation and a place to feel wanted is all-consuming in many people and all it costs is the measly price of uncritical belief in the people who run said organisations, following their rules and their practices and shunning any who go against them. Now, I was a divine rebel growing up. I say this because I had real problems with being stripped of my right to have my own opinion on anything from a very young age. And so by about 13 or 14, I was severely in need of guidance. I would get myself into all sorts of trouble, attempting to assert the power that I felt had been taken from me. I would sneak out at all hours of the night, putting myself in compromising situations, taking off from school whenever the mood took me. I would go out whenever I wanted with people I knew I would have been forbidden to go out with, and all for the sake of claiming the independence and freedom that had been lacking from my life up until then. Now, my issue was, I had no faith in what I had been taught by either my family or their religious leaders. Why? Because it didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense that I was created and yet I was being threatened with death by an entity that made me so perfectly, that made me so intricately, only to threaten me with death if I didn't follow people who had ordained themselves as a power over me, yet they were just people just like me. That did not sit well with me at all, and I am severely stubborn, especially as a teen, and yet even through the stubbornness I could see that that did not make sense. I had no doubt in my mind that we were created by something or someone higher than ourselves. Someone or something that was profoundly divine. But the teachings that my family had taken on as their own were completely out of alignment with what I knew. And it wasn't a conscious knowing. Remember, I was very young at this point and so a conscious knowing would have been impossible. 
as I, I hadn't experienced other viewpoints, other religious beliefs, and the books I have now read that render my knowing as conscious. The knowing I had back then was more like a deep knowing, as though it were written into the cells of my body and my DNA. Nothing that I did to try and accept those teachings could remove this knowing and ultimately led me down a path searching for truth as I felt it to be, a truth that made perfect sense. And even though it's now many years later and I still don't know it all, I know enough to say that what I believe now makes more sense to me than blind faith. So holy books versus religious organisations. Now, please don't confuse my distaste for religious organization for a distaste of holy books or scripture. I firmly believe that all of the holy books in the world hold knowledge that we should all heed and be aware of and live by. They're the foundation of life as it should be in a world that is filled with immoral and unprincipled people. These holy books uphold the core values that were intended to be learned, practiced, and then taught to the younger generation and passed on accordingly. But because this was not beneficial to the organized religions, the knowledge has been suppressed in order to keep those who are in power exactly where they are and to keep the masses encased in a tomb of guilt, inadequacy, and more importantly, fear. But I won't go deeply into that here because it's a rabbit hole that we'd be tumbling down for more time than any of us have to spare right now. So back to the topic. Does it serve our life purpose or our growth and expansion if we're ordered to blindly accept a religious organization's beliefs or blindly accept that these organizations know what is best for us and we are to follow them to whatever end, even if it means forsaking our own inner knowing, essentially turning off our inbuilt guidance system? Wouldn't that then deem our guidance system as pointless? Now, if that's the case, then why is it there? If we are created by a God with this system in place, this system that guides us toward our true purpose, why would he then say, no, you are to go against the most rudimentary system I put in place for you and blindly follow another? Does that seem logical to you? Now, if you're not familiar with any guidance system that you have in place, just think about when you get a hunch. You don't know how you know you should do or shouldn't do something but something within you tells you that it's the right way to go and if you follow it, it never leads you wrong. That's the system in action in its most basic form. Now, most of us downplay this system as just a gut feeling, but it's really your soul gently guiding your path in such a way that takes you in the direction that you need to go to gain the evolution that it's seeking. And if you train and sharpen your mind and heart to further attune with your soul, it will tell you a hell of a lot more than whether or not you should or shouldn't do something. It will begin to show you things that you haven't seen before. It will begin to shape and shift your life in the most miraculous ways. It will almost seem like magic. The things that you begin to achieve without religious leaders steering your thought, your opinions, your life, you're free to discover yourself on a much deeper level than when you blindly follow a religious organization who would have you in a pit of constant self-denigration, fearing your own innate divinity because another human being told you that you're not worthy of governing yourself or your actions. We were given spirits that saw the highest when they're let loose to soar free. Remember, this is just my own humble opinion and I don't want to offend anyone here 
but if you are listening to this it means that you're open to a new way of looking at the world of organized religion as a whole but in my opinion organized religion stifles soul growth it's aimed at those who have been conditioned to think that they don't have any power or sense to govern themselves or to live with some semblance of moral character with principles treating people as they themselves would like to be treated Let's face it, who really needs to be told it's wrong to covet? Who needs to be told it's wrong to murder, to lie, to be envious, spiteful, lustful, greedy? These are all things that if we're living soulfully and if we're taught from an early age the truth from some of the holy books that exist in the world, such as the Bible, the Vedas, the Sutras, the Quran, the Tao Te Ching and other sacred texts, what need would there be for organized religion? It would serve no purpose in our lives other than a means for those who organize these religious groups to divide, overpower and rule. Who signed up for that when they agreed to come here? <laughs> and I know we probably all did, but that doesn't mean we have to like it. Now, I know this is just a broad podcast and I barely scratched the surface, but it was only to get you thinking. It was for people who have come from organized religion and for those who haven't taken that step but are beginning to question its validity in their lives and are searching for other perspectives. I can only speak from my own experience and provide a short reason as to why I feel that these groups not only hold us back from our true potential, but can also do more harm than good when it comes to our mental health too. As I grew up within that religion, I saw people struggle with mental health issues, nervous breakdowns, severe depression, and although I can't attest to it being completely due to what they were being taught within the organisation, I can say that my quote-unquote gut feeling is that those issues stemmed from the core knowing that we all innately have within us, that is in total opposition to a life where we're taught to stifle our own questions, to follow another blindly, with faith not wholly in sacred scripture, but in the men and women who come up with their own interpretations of said scriptures, instead of relying on our own inner guidance, which again, in my opinion, if honed correctly, will not only guide us through life successfully, but will guide us in a way that has us evolving into people who are at peace with ourselves and each other, rather than have us at odds with one another, attempting to indoctrinate, dominate, and be at war with anyone whose views differ from that of these religious leaders. So again, just to remind you that if you have any questions or comments about your own ascension journey, or just life in general, if you head over to dkpublishers.co.uk, you can view the latest blog post there and post any comments, or you can send your emails over to michelle at dkpublishers.com and I'll endeavour to make posts based on those questions and comments. So until next time, love and light.